Yes, sir. You're now tuned in to Beyond Philly Sports. And I go by Jay. I go by Light Skin Rob. And you already know, man. It's your favorite boy, She, the Aventura member himself. You already know. We want to thank y'all for uh, listening and downloading our la- our first two episodes. So we're going to get right to it. Uh, so you the star of the show, Romeo Santos, huh? <laughs> Damn, this nigga got a whole fucking paragraph to introduce himself. That's just off the top, balls. Hey, all right, Boy. fuck it. Come on, man. The, the Dominican is mad himself. <laughs> no, because I'm like, I ain't no niggas had a star. I thought it was one third. This nigga <laughs> Romeo Santos, I I didn't get his rocks off. Chill, man. can I? Yo, can I get my shine? <laughs> he said we could be the locks, but I'm Jada. My boy said, I'm, I've been through it all himself. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, come on, fellas. What it is, man? How y'all doing? I'm good, bro. Everything good. So is there any time anything bad? Come on. Nah, everything straight, yeah, man. Everything straight. How, yeah. how, how y'all mental health, man? I'll go first. I'm good. It's been a good week. Great weekend. Crazy weather. We was in the 90s this weekend, so we straight. It was a long-ass week at work, pretty much for everything else, too. But, I mean, we're here now. We're just looking forward to the next week. It's going to be some big changes for me with work and shit like that. But, I mean, I guess you got to be – you got to welcome it with open arms. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everything with me on this front was good. Um, you know, had a couple of good things happen this week. You know, I went fishing, did a couple of things. So, I'm right. I was fishing, fellas. I know, I mean, I know some of it, but I mean, for our listeners, just explain how it was the fishing trip, how the sun, because I know it was about 100 degrees, so. Now, actually, um, it was a little bit more cooler out in the ocean, you know, because uh, the water's still cold, so. Yeah, so I went on two trips this week. Uh, it was chilling. Like, Saturday was a little bit hotter than uh, Wednesday, but, you know, it's all right. Yes, sir. And we was crushing shit out there yesterday. I mean, I can't even front. I caught one fish, but they said one fish is better than no fish. <laughs> you hear me? I, I, you know, not to, you know, be that guy, but I, I catch him. <laughs> Got to catch them all head ass. Yes, sir. I'm more like a, what would they call him, Ash? <laughs> That's me. I'm, I'm the catcher. Boy, I tell you what, though, no fronting, though, man. That, my first time on a boat, shot that I wasn't going to make it, man. It was a little rocky in the beginning. I was I was down and out. Yeah, that, <laughs> it, that's an adventure that's like none under. It's not like a cruise when you're on a regular fishing boat, different things like that. When the water get to moving and you can't see land and your <laughs> mind get to going, Sometimes you definitely let that motion sit in. So. Yeah. Well, I try to nap that shit off the first half hour. <laughs> my boy was asleep over there. My brother was chilling. My brother told me, yo, you just got to rock out, man. If you got to throw up, get rid of it. After that first throw up, you should be good. I was like, shit. Shit is crazy, man. Yeah, like no lie, I threw up. But you just throw up and keep fishing, man. Yeah, you got to get up. I mean, unlike the boy that was next to us for a while, he, <laughs> he smacked his bread on nothing. He just slept the whole trip. Nah, I remember when he was getting old, he was like, nah, never again. <laughs> never again. Damn. It wasn't for him, man. But uh, 
Yeah, we want to get right into it, man. We want to talk about what's going on in America lately. You know what I mean? This is a sensitive topic because uh, plenty of lives have been lost to this so many occasions. But we just want to talk about the mass shootings that happened, especially the one out there in Buffalo. So uh, in this segment, we we really not going to talk about any jokes or stuff like that because, uh, like I said, uh, too many lives has been lost on just straight up nonsense. So uh, how y'all feel? And just thoughts and prayers to everybody affected by those that passed, uh, family members, friends, loved ones. Just definitely thoughts and prayers, not just for the Buffalo occasion, but every other thing that has happened, man. It's definitely been a lot of crazy things in the news. And just our heart goes out to y'all. And just rest in peace to everybody that was affected, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough situation. R.I.P. to everybody involved, including the um, the 13 that was shot. Uh, this is part of the history of America, I guess. Um, we continue to see acts of, uh, I will call it like hate crimes, different things like that. But, I mean, we continue to see this stuff happen. It needs to stop. Um, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, R.I.P. to everybody in Buffalo. And everybody also affected by it. The families, the people that was in that store who might be dealing with different things. Because, I mean, that's just traumatizing. you just in a supermarket living your normal life. And then something that tragic just start happening around you. It's just, it's, it's not your normal day-to-day living. Right. And not only about what happened in the supermarket, but church as well man you go to church and uh you know people got the right to believe in who they believe in and the right to uh go in there and pray you know they're just send their prayers out and uh they not expected to be killed man like it's just for me i believe it's a coward move when you go in and you start targeting uh elderly groups or just targeting for hate crime in general i mean i think that's a low point like, you got to really be going through shit in your life to come up with that. You got to be sick because uh, for some strange reason, they're going to blame it on mental health. You know what I mean? If it's, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to get straight to the point. If it's a minority that goes in anywhere, supermarket, church, club, and uh, shoot up the club, shoot up whatever, you know, they they might not even make it out of handcuffs. You might get killed right on the spot. But the fact that they continue to allow these these mass killers, man, and they allow them to walk out, you know what I mean? In handcuffs, come on, man! Like it just it just don't make no sense, man. Like I said, uh, condolences to all the families that have uh, gone through this in life, unfortunately, and condolences even for future events. God forbid, you know, but it's a reality. It's a reality. So we can't even say God forbid. Yeah. I would just like to tell every, like all of our audience, everybody listening, go get right. Go take your proper steps to get your gun licenses, concealed carry permits, get your own weapon, go to gun ranges, train yourself on how to use your weapon safely. 
just to prevent stuff like this. So when you're in this store and different things start happening, at least you can kind of protect yourself and protect those you are with. Because the last thing you want is something to happen and you're just helpless. So that's the part that's crazy to me. It's like these killers, um, they're terrorists to me. So it's like these terrorists, they just attack places that your guard is fully down in. Dude, a, a random Sunday, we just go food shopping for our homes, our apartments, whatever it may be. Going to church at 9, 11, 11, whatever it may be. Like, your guard is down. You don't think anything's going to happen when you're out there picking out cereal, milk, eggs, and things like that. When you worship in the Lord, you don't think somebody's going to come in and try to take your life just for the color of your skin. So it's crazy how these terrorists actually pick places that your guard is almost always down. You always see the same thing as churches, uh, malls, things like that. Things that you don't really think too much into it. Even the Bucks game, there was a shooting at the end of the Bucks game and like 20 people um, got injured. So that's another thing, bro. You go into a basketball game, enjoy your time with your friends or whatever maybe you see your favorite player. You don't expect somebody to start shooting at the end of a game. Because these people are cowards. Yeah. That's what they really are. They're a coward. They're just, I mean. That's what it I, all boils down to, man. I, I don't think, like, I hope that he don't. I mean, I already, you know, heard preliminary reports screaming he got mental health issues, different things like that. They blamed it on COVID. But, yeah, they started bringing all that up. Yeah, I hate bullshit. when they start doing that and start trying to put that in the air because I know you can have mental health issues, but you mentally planned out to, to go and target a specific kind of – to target black people. So yeah. I'll say what it is. Like, it was you can target black it was people, house too, I believe it was. So it was like you you could have mental health, but you was driving a whole hour away and you planned to do something to affect these people, and you went along and did it. I don't see how that could be mental health. Yeah, I also don't even like talking about it because when you talk about it, Sometimes they say it gives them ammunition, and the next guy who's listening to all this kind of stuff, he wants to be bigger than the last guy, and then he wants to outdo what the last guy did, and it's just like right because we don't want to give him no shine on this show, man. Yeah, I won't say his name. Fuck, yeah, I fuck him. Say his name. For yeah, sure. I'm gonna be honest with you. Fuck him and any other terrorists that that pull out these at um cowardly acts. I mean, like to go out like that, man. If you got mental problems, man, go get help straight up like that we all went through covid the whole america the whole world we all went through covid man it ain't one time where that shit crosses my mind i know that and i know for everybody that i'm cool with that shit ain't crossing our mind man come on man to take out just innocent people like that it's just and if he got mental health problems like i said he should have seeked the right help but you know if he got mental health problems and he being diagnosed with mental health problems, he shouldn't have been able to legally purchase a gun. Exactly. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things that if you want to claim he has different things now, he, we should have never been in this situation. He legally purchased the, the AR-15, but they say he illegally purchased the modifications that allow him to have high ammunition and different things like that. Right. Also, I heard a report where that... Uh I believe his parents bought him a rifle for Christmas. Come on, like seriously? When when the parents gotta start taking some responsibility? I'm a parent myself. I, if I buy I buy my son something like that, man, I, I I check into that. I wouldn't even do nothing like that. Come on, like you gotta get serious with your shit. So man, listen, y'all know how I am. I give it up. 
I, I stand by my takes. They might be hot takes sometimes and all. But I'm going to say this, man. Fuck mental health when it came to him. He knew what he was doing. He planned this out. He drove over there. There's videos of him basically talking about the situation. I think he live streamed it. Yeah. He live streamed it on Twitch where millions of kids watch people play video games all day. Right. He, he li- also. He knew what he was doing, bro. I'm not going to jump on this whole mental health thing. Fuck his mental health. He knew what he was doing. He affected the lives of all these people. He knew who to go after, who to target, and where to drive. Come on, man. This is it. It becomes too much, bro. It's we losing too many people. It's always the same story. It lasts about two, three days in the news. Everybody's sad, and then basically it's a recycle. It does the same yeah. thing the next month, the month after that, and it just keeps going. It's always the same shit. This dude killed ten people, and he's arrested with no problems, no gunshot wounds, no injuries, anything. Just get in the back of the cop car with the handcuffs on, and that's about it. It's yep. bullshit, man. You got. Minorities out here dying for allegedly selling cigarettes, and you got to do that just kill ten, 10 people, and he just get peacefully arrested in the back of a cop car. Yeah. I never call for violence, but when you know of 10 people that just got killed by somebody, and you just put handcuffs behind them and let them peacefully get in the back of a cop car, that's bullshit to me, man. Yeah, so uh, my advice just everybody got to start, um, man, be aware of your surroundings. Protect yourself, your family, however you feel liable. Just protect yourself and your family, man, because it just gets worse and worse, honestly. We see it every day in Philadelphia. We're talking about the case in Buffalo, but in Philadelphia, we got news left and right of somebody getting killed. It's just a wild world. It's a wild city we live in. And just protect yourself and your family, man. Be aware at all times. Ladies, when y'all get in your car in the morning, coming home from work, going to work, just pay attention to where you surround us, man. Yeah, that's facts. Um, and we not even like this, too. We usually, you know, like joking around and stuff. But, I mean, sometimes serious topics depends. Uh, I mean, we need serious talks for serious topics. I mean, we talk about it. This ain't so, nothing that's not talked about, and we won't discuss it. I mean, we don't really like to give light to this kind of stuff. But, I mean, like I said, fuck the shooter. RIP to all the victims, all 13 people that were shot. RIP to the 10 that died. And... Hopefully none of this, nothing like this ever happens again. Yeah, word up. Because if y'all not doing so, make sure y'all start exercising your uh, Second Amendment, like my boy said. Yes, sir. Look up your local laws, your state laws, and get your concealed carry permits. Or if you're in an open carry state, carry your gun openly. Just make sure your, your city or your municipality, wherever you live, is abiding by that sometimes like in pennsylvania pennsylvania is an open carry state but you can't open carry in philadelphia due to our crime so right or you can but you will be stopped by the cops like every two blocks so exactly so just uh, thoughts and prayers to everybody man thoughts and prayers to everybody yep so with that being said man you know like you said Before uh, we move on to our next topic, we would like to take a moment of silence. All right, fellas. Yes, sir. So let's go ahead and get right into it, man. That was a hard topic to start on, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it's it's just it's just serious everyday talk that people got to come to the realization of what's happening in America, man. And it's our people. That's what hurts a lot, man. It's our people, man. Our skin colors, and it just hurts seeing that shit. I hate to leave the topic and then go right back to it, but it, it definitely hurts, man. Definitely yeah. hurts to see our people go through shit like this. Yeah, word up. But like I said, man, we paid our respect, and uh. Let's get to a lighter note, fellas. Let's, let's, let's enlighten the vibes around here, man. Yeah, come on. Let's enlighten the vibes a little bit, man. Just come on. So, uh, we want to talk about, uh, first thing, we want to get right into sports. Uh, you know, you know how it come to our Eagles, man. We get right to everything, man. So, shout out to Howie Roseman. They did it again. Brought in James Bradbury. One year. $10 million deal. Come on, man. Let's talk about it. How y'all feel about this? Another cornerback to uh, pair up with Darius Slay? I mean, if you see what the Eagles doing, man, they building a championship team. It's that simple. It's nothing else really to say. We building a championship collar team. We, we getting right. Our offensive line strong, defensive line strong. We strengthen our outside right, corner. So, to me, we got a better upgraded option than Steven Nelson last year. Um, we straight. I don't see nothing bad from the move. Uh, I know his contract does consist of a lot of goal shares. It wasn't a huge cap hit, which makes me look into other things. I mean, you know, maybe Jesse Bates, different type things like that. Maybe, you know, maybe on the horizon. But, uh, you know, we, we might not be done. Right. Um, we could talk about this, man, for all the hating as Giants fans, Cowboys fans that's out there talking, saying that he's basically a Steve Nelson. And stop stop with the hate talk, man. It's actually costing the Giants more this year than what it's costing the Eagles, and he's not even on their roster. So uh, shout out to that GOAT named Howie. I mean, I'm not worrying about no Giant. <laughs> I'm definitely not worrying about no uh commander fan um i haven't what is a commander uh, we are commanders <laughs> uh, i'm not worried about them at all uh even the Kyle girls fans i mean they always love to cry and say anybody we get they always downplay it but you check them before the move is made they start making videos and and all these talks oh the cowboys should sign james bradbury they won everyone as soon as we get them that player's ass right i yeah. feel you know how it go they said, the same, they said the same thing about Devontae Smith. He wouldn't be good. Now, look what happened. James Bradbury is uh, definitely an upgrade from Steven Nelson. Uh, we have two of the best cornerbacks in the NFC. He's probably the best two um, cornerbacks in the NFC. We have the best receivers in the NFC. East. I think we're definitely making a championship run. Everybody's talking about coming to out the NFCs, but I think we kind of can make a little – Super Bowl run if Hurts even upgrades just a bit. He don't have to be a top five QB for us to do good with this team we're building around him. As long as he go out there, no turnovers, 250 yards passing, two touchdowns, and we know what he can do with his legs, we can make a little Super Bowl run for sure. And that's not just me being biased, being um, a big part of the fan base. It's just what I see on the field, the names, the moves, the people we drafted. It, I feel like we could definitely make a run. Don't be surprised. That's all yeah. I would say. But on the flip side, a name is a name. These coaches got to get these players right. 
Like you, you could be Gene Bradbury, Darius Slay, but if the coaches don't put you in a successful sim- system, <laughs> you're just as good as Toast, you Bradley Fletcher. Right. <laughs> Damn. He brought in the Fletch himself. Yeah, so yeah, what happens matter. if we bring Jesse Bates along? Yeah, I was just about it's, to say It's that. all about the system, bro. Like, if you got him in a good system, they're going to win. Do the, do the system even matter that much when you got Bradbury, Slade, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis? No, sometimes uh, sometime talent. Jesse Bates. Sometimes talent makes plays, but it's also the system. Because on the other side, you got a whole offense that's scheming against you. So, every player has weaknesses. Your, de- your defensive coordinator's job is to not get his weaknesses exploited. Right. Period. You know, there's a saying. What is what it go by? It say, uh, what they say? Uh, hard work beats talent. When talent don't work hard, don't work hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we we gotta we gotta get right. If uh, the Jesse Bates thing was to happen, I mean, it's another big name, Pro Bowl cal- caliber player, and uh, I think I think the Eagles just gotta get right. Fellas, yeah. Jesse Bates or uh, the Honey Badger. I mean, we know the Honey Badger situation already. He's with the Saints. But I'm just saying, at the start of the offseason, Jesse Bates is the Honey Badger. I mean, Jesse Bates is way younger. And yeah, I mean, they're the same caliber player to me. I don't really – at this point, you're talking about probably two top five safeties in the NFL. What's mm-hmm. the difference? Yeah. What's the difference when you got one on the roster, right? If you get one. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining about that. And, the honey badger's out because he's with New Orleans, so it ain't got nothing right. to do with me. Well, so we can't wish on that one. So, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's it's wishful thinking. It's just rumors that's out there. There's rumors Jesse Bates not happy with uh, playing on the franchise. He, he's tag, not right? playing on the franchise tag. He's he's made that clear. He hasn't shown up to camp. I mean, that's the new thing in the NFL. None of these players want to play on the franchise tag. They they want guaranteed contract, guaranteed money. This is what they're playing for, risking their bodies, getting hurt. All of this stuff is for guaranteed money. Because if he goes out there and plays on the franchise tag, yeah, he, he makes hurt. a great salary this year. But if he gets hurt, he just blew another four years of ten plus million dollars each. Yeah, so, we seen we seen what happened with uh, Earl Thomas, didn't we? Yeah. Was that Earl Thomas, right? Was he Adam? Well, he flipped the finger at them when he got hurt. Yeah. So, he he, he didn't want to play on that franchise crazy over there too. Yeah, so, uh, but, yo, man, what y'all feel about this knucklehead, uh, Pat Beverly? He going crazy, ain't he? <laughs> I mean, I'll let y'all go on Pat Bev first. I respect what he's doing. I just don't like the throwing people under the bus, throwing Paul George under the bus like that, man. Some things are luck or room talk. We all played sports before, maybe in high school, whatever it may be, basketball, football, um, she and you were boxing. But we all had locker room talks. And you can't bring somebody else's name in here, man. And at the end of the day, you're really talking about a future Hall of Famer when I highly doubt you're going to even get close to making a Hall of Fame selection. Nah. So like, that's, the, that's the only thing that I have a problem with. What he said, honestly, he's a ball player. And he knows basketball. His IQ is through the roof. So it's not like I'm, I, I believe it's a lie. I just don't like the way he went about it. That's all. Nah, I think uh, I think it's low low blows the way he going on about it. He just he just talking about uh, Chris Paul, a cone, and this and this and that. When uh, 
Pat Bev wasn't even scoring that much points. He wasn't he wasn't even going crazy like that. Like you know what I mean? He might have an outbreak, but that's about it. I mean, to be honest, I don't got nothing against it. Like if Pat Bev feel like Chris Paul's a cone, let him call him a cone. So we want to get mad at players when they don't speak their mind, but we also mad at players when they do speak their mind. That's that's how y'all carrying it. Nah, I'm not carrying it like that. I mean, like he got the right to say whatever he want to say. But what I'm just saying is that uh, he got to chill because uh, Pat Bev compared to CP3 is is no comparison. You know right, I mean? I'm not saying the talent levels compared, but he is an NBA player who plays defense, who does what he does. And if he feels like Chris Paul isn't that great and he want to publicly say it, let him publicly say it. I mean, we all going to disagree. We all going to feel like he crazy. He definitely not better than him. But, I mean, at the same time, it doesn't mean that he can't speak his mind when most NBA players that go usually – go to, like, a uh, what's her name, Jacina Anderson, and then have her anonymously put out a report. Nah, he really went on that first take show and stood I'm on Sean that. Jeffers. Yeah, like, all these anonymous reports, man. He threw Paul George's name in that. You don't feel some type of way about that? Yo, Paul George, if he don't like Paul George, he don't like Paul George. He letting that be known. No, he said he was uh, – they were talking about CP3. That's what he had said. He said he has a problem with Paul George. He said I, that was the person he was talking to about CP3. Also, oh, now he's dragging somebody else. And that's what I'm saying. Right? I have a problem with that. If I it's mean, you stand on there by yourself, don't say you was talking about it with somebody else. It's a brotherhood. Every sport that's always an unwritten raw – I mean, unwritten law or anything like that. And, yeah, Pause. But it's an unwritten law, and you're just going to bring another teammate, another NBA player, throw him under the bus. That's the part I have. Wait, who he threw under the bus? Paul George. How he threw him under the bus? He said that's the person he was talking to about CP3 being a cone and shit like that. He's overrated how he gets called. So if I say I had a conversation with Sheed and we discussed this, how did I throw Sheed under the bus? I mean, you're saying that Sheed was saying this also or agreeing with you. I never said what she said. That's what, Pip, that's what Pat V was saying. Okay, and if he, saying and, if, and if Paul George said that, Paul George said that. I'm pretty sure I will hope Paul George and Pat Bev had a conversation and said, "Yo, bro, I'm gonna say this." Yes, I mean, I, I will hope that it was on the record. It wasn't like, "Yo, don't ever tell nobody." But CP3, you know, he asked, right? Like, I hope it wasn't a conversation like that. I get that. Like, if you call me and you like, "Yo, I just want to tell you something," I know that's like simple conversation. But if me and you having a conversation, you like, "Yo, I always thought this nigga was asking," and I, <laughs> bro, at, if I get a moment and I start talking about it, I'm gonna say yes. I mean, I was standing on it by myself. So a chatty but, patty. No, a that's, that's what you're saying. No, you if know you what said a if you had the moment. Is? Hold on, you said if you had the moment, you would go out and say it because it's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to not patty. stand on what I'm going to say. No, you were scary, Patty. If you don't want to talk, but no. So Paul George was scary. No, but, not so Paul George. Saying, I'm saying you don't want Pat Bev to say nothing. No, I, I want him to say how he feels. Everybody's free to say how he, he feels. Don't do say me and Paul George was talking saying. about it. That's I mean, what I'm saying. All right. So he shouldn't have used Paul George. But he, he basically used anybody. No, but he was up there saying that he felt like that though. I know I saw it. He said he felt like Chris Paul, he said Chris Paul, a cone. Called him that. He also spoke good about players. That's what I'm saying. He said James Harden, he was embarrassed. 
Man, Chris Paul, your mm-hmm. top five point guard list. Where do y'all rank him? Is he even on there? I mean, I'm not even talking about that. Let's keep it to the Pat Bev conversation. I'm trying to get How past How are this, we mad at him for speaking his truth? He's bringing other people along. Is he, this your truth? Let it be your truth. Now it's your truth and 50% Paul George's truth. Don't do that. If Paul George is not up there to defend himself, to say his piece, to say how he feel about CP3, then don't bring him up. May, you maybe, go up there and say uh, yourself. May, maybe Paul George don't like CP3 himself. Then he should have said that. Right, That's right. why I said I do respect Pat, uh, Pat V. Because he went up there, he said, I don't respect him, and he kept it a buck. Man, listen. My my only thing on the Pat Bath situation, I'm not going to knock him. Like I said, he's an NBA player. But to call CP3 a cone when he's like he all defensive teams before in his career, all-star player, and I get it. It's, comp- it's competition. We're in a uh, competitive sport, so you're going to talk your shit. So I can't knock him on that. But to go out public like that, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it is what it is. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't got nothing he, against he it. Like, also, uh, he also was talking shit about the Lakers championship 2020. He called that the bubble championship. So, yeah. I he mean, wasn't just talking shit, though. Like, he definitely showed love to James Harden, too. So, I'm not going to just say he was up there talking shit, throwing people under the bus. He definitely was showing people love. Nah, but sure. that's the narrative. That's what everybody pushing. Everybody so pushing that like Pat Bev went up there and was just talking crazy about everybody. I mean, come on. He was just speaking. And like he said, he told Stephen A. He said, you know a lot of people talk like this in the locker room, but they tell you don't put it out. He said, Stephen A., I'm just one of the real ones. I'm going to come and say it to you. So yeah. it is what it is. Let that man speak. <laughs> let let Pat Bab go crazy. Bro, let, let that man shit. speak. He said, can I talk to you? Yeah, <laughs> can we talk <laughs> like, for you know a minute? Yeah, but I got to respect that. Yeah, of course. I mean, he 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 do play def- defense, man. He's a menace on defense. Uh, he's a scrappy player, so I ain't gonna knock him. My whole thing was just, you know, he start going crazy on the shit talking. But I mean, that's how he feel. I can't I can't change the way he feel. I mean, he's a dog out there on the court. So I mean, if you're a dog on the court, I expect it to be just like the off the court. So it's not like it's against uh, the way he is. So I Rob, do respect Rob that. Rob said, uh, if he a dog, I'm a dog, too. Nah, I ain't gonna <laughs> Listen, I, got, I ain't got nothing to say about that one. Yeah, hey, nah. man. I plead the fifth. Shit. Boy, but, uh, dog, huh? Next topic. Yeah, man. <laughs> but we want to, uh, I know me personally, you know what I mean? I feel bad for a player, NFL, uh, Tariq Cohen. He's been going through a lot, you know what I mean? Lost two of his brothers over the past few years, tore an ACL, MCL, and the young boy just tore his Achilles probably like three, four days ago. So just doing normal practice routine shit, drills. So uh, shout out to Tariq, man. man I hope, hope he heal up fast. And it's just, just crazy with him, man. Yeah, I mean, he was almost an eagle at one point. I feel like they were mm-hmm. talking about trading for him. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, I don't know if y'all noticed, they gave uh, Rob's favorite player, 
uh, Matisse Thybul. He made all defensive team. How y'all feel about it? And don't be throwing shit on my name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your guy. He's a good person. He's a good yeah. human being. On the court, I don't know how he could help us. That's all I'm gonna say. <clears throat> Bullshit. <laughs> bro, so that's not your guy. No, that's my guy, bro. man. He's a good guy. Bro. All right, cool. I respect people that got good character. That's one thing about me. I definitely respect people with good character. Now, on the court, he's not bringing nothing offensively. Defensively, he does get into foul trouble. And he's a great defenseman. But let's be honest, he also overshoots um, a lot of plays, definitely a lot of fouls. Uh, he tries to lean on his athleticism too much when he gets behind a player. He tries to get that block from behind. And in today's NBA, they're going to call that a foul almost every time. I mean, he is successful when he does right. that. But he is second team all defensive, and then he doesn't even start. So that's uh, we got to at least talk about the good, too, if we're going to talk about the bad. I mean, no, you my, just you just killed the young boy. Yeah, <laughs> you out doing it like yo, he over pursues him. everything. He does this, he does that wrong. I'm like, I mean, Dang. Can, are y'all going to disagree with any of that? The only thing that yeah. I got to say and disagree with is that on offense he's a liability. Defense, he's he's good on defense. It's just some saying. defensive matchups is not great for him. Like some matchups just isn't his. Forte, like he could guard certain positions, but he also played with a physicality that he doesn't get the the official whistle. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's hard when I get when I put you out there to go there guard Kyrie. Like he's gonna get the calls. You're Matisse Thybulle. He's Kyrie Irving. Yeah. There's, there's there's a level of superstar in there. So oh, we yeah. ask him to defend some of these top guys, and it just he won't get the the respect or the whistle. That they'll get. They'll have a quick whistle for them. Is there a previous um, NBA player that Chop would like him to model his game after? We obviously know he's great. Def- well, he's really good defensively. Offensively, obviously, he lacks a couple things. Um, is there a player that y'all wish that he could he could become? Me Tony personally. Tony Allen, um, Bruce Bowen, just throw out names like that. I think it's hard for him to be a Bruce Bowen. Or Danny Green type of player because he's he's not a natural shooter. If you look at his game, even in college, he was just, you know, rim runner, straight to the basket, you know, uh, dunking everything. But he wasn't a big-time shooter. If I had to compare him to a player, uh, I'll, I'll compare him to, like, a Robert Covington. That's what I'll compare him to. Is that what you compare him to now or what you would like him to be? Hell no, he not Robert Covington. <laughs> oh, you don't think so? No. I don't think so. Right now, he's not. No, I said I'll compare his game to like a Robert Covington. I'm not saying he's there now, but if there was a person that he can, you know, like turn You're basically into. saying that's the ceiling for him or something similar? Yeah, because offensively, you know, he ain't going to bring you. He's not going to be a star player on the offense. He don't have the tools in his toolbox to do that. You can tell. He's just a uh, uh, – the main thing that he plays when he's on the court is defense. That's – that's you know, there's some players that like playing defense, man. Pat Bev. Mm-hmm. The yeah, Glove. Can... Go ahead, Sheet. I'm sorry. Marcus Smart. The Glove. You know, some type of boys, they like playing defense, man. What's the, what the difference between, like, him and the Marcus Smart? Marcus Smart also get activated on offense. Like, sometimes he can actually bring the ball up, you know, maybe even run a set or two 
up there in Boston, you know what I mean? So even Pat Bev, I mean, he brings the ball up the court. Yeah. Like, there's different things that they could do. Matisse Thibault is not comfortable with the ball in his hand. But like I've said, to me, that's an indictment on the Sixers coaching staff. They haven't developed players to become, you know, <laughs> good enough to do certain things. Like, right. even Matisse, um, Shake, Shake uh, a lot of these, Paul Reed. There's a couple of players who we just had that's been stagnant or developing at a slower pace. Yeah, slower pace than normal. I don't know if y'all heard this, but they, those are rumor since we're talking about Thibault. They said uh, a, pen, a potential trade will be uh, Matisse to the Bulls for Matisse and uh, Shake to the Bulls for like the number 18th overall. I, I don't know if I feel comfortable, but Daryl Morey has been okay with drafting. But I don't like that. You don't like that move? No, nah, I, don't, I don't like that trade. I definitely don't. So, we already know the Sixers is going to stay with uh, Embiid and Harden. So, if there was a third-star player between uh, Zach Levine and Bradley Beal, who who would y'all take? That's actually what I was going to bring up. The other uh, possible rumor trade scenario, Maxi Thibault, a first-round pick for Bradley Beal. How do y'all feel about getting no. rid of Maxi? Y'all don't want to get rid of Maxi for Beal? No. You can't afford to. Yeah, we we need another point guard. We need somebody else to push Temple when Harden or the or Beal or whoever the case may be, who's there. You got that Temple pusher. You can't give up Maxi. You don't have that much time left on James Harden, so I can't just let Maxi go. Um, when it comes to Bradley Beal, I mean he is what you see. He hasn't really been a winner his whole career. So, I mean, just you think he going to come in and win now with Harden and him and Embiid? And I guess you would be able to keep Toby at the time. That's eh, not a bad yeah. starting lineup at all. It's not It's not bad, but it's not great either because what Maxie could become. Like, Maxie yeah. could be better than Bill. Like, you see the ceiling there for him. That he go past what Bradley Bill is. He can already shoot. He can drive. It's just that he's just too inconsistent game to game. Yeah. Like, he has to get, to me, more of his – because the Sixers play a lot of one-on-one ball a lot of times. Sometimes the ball just get put in one player's hand, and it's like, oh, beat the guy in front of you. If Maxie can start doing that, and it's like maybe he start getting a little snatch back mid-range game going, then come on. he's He, he damn near could become one of them unguardable players. That you yeah, see I think he got to do it on a more consistent basis, though. You know? It's just uh, he's not there yet. He's still a young player. His I mean, ceiling is real high. He's shown a lot, though. To say he's not there and he's still showing a lot. Multiple games scoring 30, 25 points uh, going off in the third and fourth quarter. You, that's definitely special in players. We usually knock players for not being consistent in the third and fourth quarters um, to close out games. Probably should have been hired in the six most improved players. But, I mean, it is what it is. We obviously seen what's on the court. That's what really matters. Not really know I mean, no award or anything like that. I mean, at the end of the day, I think Maxi needs to be untouchable. He cannot be traded. The six, the six cannot afford to lose him. Um, I would actually – I seen a trade idea about Zach Levine. They said if we acquire Zach Levine, we would not have to give up Maxi. So, I like a big four, I guess. Harden, Maxi, Levine, and Embiid. 
I'm pretty sure Tobias has to go in that deal. But I would like that big four more than the one we have now. Hell yeah. That'd be a good big four. Levine. Would you rather have Zach Levine over DeMar DeRozan? Uh, yeah, I think DeMar DeRozan, I think his contract, he has to stay. I mean, I'm pretty sure they could trade him, but, I mean, I don't know. I think Zach Levine's younger, so I definitely would take Zach Levine. Um, he gives you another option to get to the basket because, if we be honest, James Harden looks like his time of getting to the basket may be over. Um, that may be a foregone conclusion. Maybe he can actually, like, I mean, he did make some comments in his exit uh, interview. He was saying it's going to be an offseason. He can actually, uh, you know, put into working on his craft, working on his game, and not worry about rehabbing. So, hopefully. He was at the club with the Chasers last night. I mean, I ain't got that's nothing to do with That's part of his me. rehabbing, man. <laughs> Let that man be. He started his rehab journey. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I do when I rehab. We end up in the club. Yeah, go hit up Megan Little Baby in them, you hear me? <laughs> Excuse me? Get, Excuse get me? your mind right. Red it alert, red is. alert. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I started getting too crazy. That's definitely step one to rehab. Get your mind right. Mm-hmm. And however you go about that. Well, he was just clearing his thoughts, man. He got to clear what the fuck that nasty-ass series brought. So, <laughs> with alcohol and about 20 women in his section. I hey, mean, man. If uh, Wilt Chamberlain did it with 20,000. <laughs> shit. Shout out Uncle Wilt, man. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. The big dipper himself. Let him he, be. He was definitely dipping in some shit. Damn. For sure. But, uh, yeah, fellas. So, uh, we want to talk about a little... Uh, funny story that came around he said uh what was it james hold on is this the uh di- 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 dickhead of the week right here <laughs> yes sir oh, that's what it is All right, big dickhead in the big chat with this week. motherfucker man he don't he don't lost his mind i mean so a woman was arrested for uh allegedly trespassing into a uh man that she liked house and giving him head while he was asleep Fellatio. Okay. I will use terms like head. Um, she broke into his crib and gave him some head. Um, he woke up, called the cops, said she wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> I mean, she was the one arrested, so I guess we could say supposedly she's supposed to be the dickhead of the week. But because she trespassed, you know, she broke the law. But um, the dickhead got to go to the board, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, y'all can call me toxic, but I'm into this shit. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to be honest with y'all, bro. Let me know of a woman that's willing to break into my apartment and uh, perform fellatio and wake me up in that way. Because I ain't going to lie, that's probably all I've been looking for in life. I'm 31, and if I could find a chick that was willing to take the charge of breaking in and trespass into my apartment just to give me some fellatio, make sure I wake up happy. Then you know what? That's the one who I want. I might put a ring on her finger, to be honest with y'all. It don't sound like she going to get arrested because you're not going to call the cops. You heard what she said, man. She said, look, she said this. I didn't harm anyone. (laughs) (laughs) The question is, did she finish? Do you call the cops before or after you finish? Look, we told y'all, man, Florida was going to make these podcasts Hold on, that too was many Florida? times. This is yeah. Jacksonville. Oh, you got to say that, bro. You got you to start off with that. Hold on. Where else <laughs> do you think weird shit like that happened? 
That's what I'm saying. The Sunshine State itself. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely happened in Philly because I I've been searching. Rob Imagine said, Rob, Rob said he's been fake sleeping for the last three days. <laughs> Boy sleeping with one eye open, just waiting for somebody. Listen, probably I've leave the on, door unlocked. I've been on about six melatonin pills every day, just trying to see if somebody <laughs> break into my fucking apartment. He posted on IG and everything. He posts his address up. You know what I mean? He says shout out to anybody that want to break in. No, is and she free though? Like, what's she look like, man? Like, what's her what's her bond? It. What's what's her bond looking like? I, I mean, I got a little five I mean, go, go do your research. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to do my research on her, man. I gotta see how she looks. I mean, love. Well, right now, see how she looks. I'm not paying five racks, but I'll put a little five hundred dollars on her bond. <laughs> I'll say that. Man. Yeah. Hey yo, Brittany Jones. My boy Rob said he want to see what that's like. You want to drop that, your Addy? That, that, that's her name, Brittany Jones. Yeah. How you doing, Brittany? I mean, my DMs wow. are not open, but I do say hi. <laughs> His DM is open. and uh, <laughs> Don't put that shit on me, bro. Brittany, just DM. He'll drop the Addy. No, yeah, yeah. I would definitely drop the Addy. I ain't going to lie. I might buy your whole plane ticket, bro. She got hit with a sexual battery, bro. Listen, <laughs> I got battery. She gets sexual abuse too. Damn, <laughs> this nigga's wild, bro. Man, he's bugging. He said, "Fuck it, we gonna get right into it." But uh, that's just one of the dickheads. We got two. You know what I mean? Oh, we got one more. Yeah, I got one more oh, for y'all. Even tell us that. Go ahead. Nah, we we can't just say everything all at once. <laughs> you can't shoot ahead. all your ammo. Yes, Yo, and, and if y'all do see any dickhead of the week um, things on Instagram, definitely hit us up on Beyond Philly Sports Podcast. We would definitely engage. We will write back, and uh, we'll definitely appreciate any story you see. Right, right, right. We get right to it. So uh, we gonna get we gonna get right into the next story, and uh, you know what I mean. I don't know the details too much, but uh, Rajon Rondo, you a dickhead, man. What are you doing? Straight up. Boy took out a gun. Yeah, he was like his doing something to his baby mom, right? Yeah, oh, I ain't heard about that. Yeah, I ain't heard about this shit. Ago. This was a couple of days ago. So he pulled out a gun on his baby mom. Yeah, he pulled he pulled out a gun. He was accused of pulling a gun on the baby on the mother of his children, and threatened to kill her in front of her kids. So you're a dickhead for that. How you can't threaten. The woman of your children in front of them. You know what I mean? I mean, you can't do it behind them either. In front of them, yeah. behind them, you're going to get them kids PTSD, man. You got to stop this. We talked about this already, man. PTSD coming too many different ways, forms, and fashion. Yo, on the topic mean? of uh, mental health that we were discussing earlier, do y'all think these uh, athletes definitely go through a lot of PTSD or any type of mental health that sometimes they don't think correctly? Because we do see a lot of athletes either... Um, Taking their own lives, taking somebody else's lives, uh, even <clears throat> driving 150 miles per hour on a 40 zone or anything like that. Do you think that this um, getting hit every other day across the face, um, concussion protocol, stuff like that, do you think it's messing with their mental health? Um, of course, any kind of trauma to the head like that will cause, you know, instabi- instability in your brain, different things like that to be not go. But I just think overall, just the pressure that some of these athletes are under. I mean, just kind of like normal everyday people, bro. When you're the man in the house or you're the woman in the house, whatever, when you're that person that everyone relies on, there's a lot of the pressure that comes with that. 
Like whether it's a, you're an athlete and you're, you got 50 people behind you that you got to support, mom, dad, aunts, uncles, kids, you know what I mean? Or if you're just the, 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 the uncle in the family that everyone has to talk to when they have a problem, that's still pressure. I mean, some pressures are greater than others. Some people deal with things better than others. But I do think there's pressures. Right. You're definitely right about that. So uh, I think I think athletes go through shit same way uh, us normal people do. You know what I mean? It might not be dealing with the stress maybe of work and everything else, but you got to think about um, these people make millions of the dollars. They get drafted. They get contracts, second contract, maybe a third. And you got to look at it this way. They depend, a lot of family members depend on them for that bread. You know what I mean? Because what happens when you get successful, making millions, it come, it come with a, a great responsibility if you're willing to take that responsibility of taking care of your family. And then you got some people who take advantage of the situation, like leeches. Now they all on you, asking you for bread. Now you got a whole tour bus right. full of people that you got to pay. Or, or if you go the other way and you say, you know what, fuck it, I'm not going to take care of nobody. Now you deal with the stress of everybody calling you selfish, everyone mm-hmm. calling you these all these different names because they don't agree with how you're moving. So, right. you know. But I don't want to uh, make an excuse, though. That's for sure. I don't want in no way, shape, or form am I making an excuse. Anything that relates to um, assault, sexual assault, anything like that, we're definitely not with it. Um, Crimes against women, we're definitely not with it. So we're not saying like we're defending uh, Rajon Ronda or anything like that. Obviously, it was a dumb move, a uh, boneheaded move. A dickhead of the week. Yeah, definitely dickhead of the week. But, uh, I mean, athletes do go through things. It's not it's not easy just going out there every other day and just get smacked across the face, uh, brain trauma, anything like that. So that, that's all we want to say. We want to be um, We want to be fair. We don't want to be biased. Uh, we don't want to, you know, uh, incriminate anybody or just say it was her fault, his fault, anything like that. We're just seeing it from two different sides of the spectrums, his side and then the victim's side, maybe. That's all. And, I mean, that's what the report says. So we're all going based off reports, you know what I mean? They said he pulled his gun out on this. I mean, I know he definitely pulled it. Supposedly, he pulled it out on his fiance or whatever. But or He got a gun. Girlfriend. Well, they said the kids was in the car. That's where, I mean, shit gets a little spicy for me. Yeah, once you start involving the kids and all that. So Yeah, most definitely. But, yeah, like like we all said, we all came to that agreement, man. Athletes are just like us, man. They they, they all human. Yes, they sir. Get, they get paid. You know what I mean? It's, that's their job. Something that they love. That's their passion. So, uh, yeah, man. But let's get right into another topic, man. Hi. How y'all feeling about something else, man? We gotta get to it. We got we gotta go with the flow. I mean I guess if we talking about different news, I mean we can get into some around the city news. I mean, we already know Philly crazy. I know last week we had a got a little warm outside. Uh we went on a little violent little violent street. We gotta end all these senseless murders. Um, you know couple people got shot. Uh, I know last week, this story I want to talk about. Last week, it was a guy who was coming out of his house, and um, a guy on a bike rolled past and actually tried to, he pulled a gun on the guy who just stepped up foot out of his house. 
and the 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 robber who pulled the gun out actually got shot in the head yeah, and killed I by the guy it. coming out of his house. I heard of it. Yeah, um, he was a it was a guy who came out of his house was a you know he had his legal rights to carry a concealed weapon, um, and he wound up shooting the would be robber who was trying to get off the bike and probably make his way into his house and you know harm anybody that was in his house so yeah i mean like people ain't playing no more man people's exercising that second amendment you know what i mean everybody got the rights to bear arms you know what i mean so uh keep playing around trying to do these senseless crimes and all that yeah you're gonna you're gonna get hit over the head with something pause and hey you know what i mean unfortunately dude lost his life and uh that's on him. You do you, where they go. I mean, I know my dad always told me. You know what I mean. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Mm-hmm. So keep playing around. These folks ain't playing no more, man. People realizing there's a lot of knucklehead shit going on around the city. You know what I mean. All that carjacking and just want to pull up on somebody that might look sweet. Don't do it. If you ain't ready to risk your life for something like that or do time. Just, just stop doing these nut ass crimes, man. But these kids are, uh, they're down to lose their lives over this, bro. We've seen it. <laughs> I mean, I advise everybody day. that's that's out here trying to go get stupid, bro. Go get a job. Yeah, <laughs> go get a life. Go that's get what a they job. Do, go man. buy your own car, bro. Like, <laughs> trust me, your life ain't worth his bend. Like that man yeah. got a bend. That man might have a gun too. You're not like when you got your gun. They didn't stop making guns. So, <laughs> bro, it's exactly. just a crazy world, honestly. Like, uh, even my parents, um, they know I go out, obviously, at the crack of dawn for work, um, come back late. Even when I do go out, sometimes I do go out into the city. Now, literally every day, my mom, after I get done talking to her, bro, she just tells me, you know, basically be safe. Um, may God be with you. She gives me a whole 30-second thing. And that's just kind of recently, that's kind of new, and it kind of, at first, obviously, you just want to hang up. You know, half the time when I'm talking to her, I'm either on the game talking to somebody else. So you kind of want to hang up quick. But it, I started thinking about it. I'm like, God damn, yo, she's fucking true, bro. Now would I even get off the phone with a couple of my homies, I just be like, yo, be safe. Cause yeah. you, like, you know, that was a thing in Philly for a while. Just, you know, when you're about to hang up, just how New York used to say one. You know, mm-hmm. we say, you know, be safe. Watch your body. Yeah, watch your body. Be safe. But now that shit's real, bro. It's, you don't even have to be the the reason of the crime. You could just get hit by being an innocent bystander. And um, rest in peace, that 11-year-old girl. I want to say she was either from West Philly or South Philly. But I definitely do want to say um, rest in peace, um, condolences to her parents, to her loved ones. She was 11 years old, bro. There's an innocent bystander. And it's crazy because uh, we was talking about how just all the news in Philly, just we get desensitized to shit. But some things do hit home. Uh, some, thing, some things do affect us. Like, she, even you having a 13-year-old daughter, like, I'm pretty sure you thought about it. Like, damn, this girl was 11 years old and just got killed for being an innocent bystander. And yeah. shit like that hurt, man, because it kind of hit home. It hits home a little bit, for sure. Yeah, especially with me. I got kids. My, my daughter, 13. My son about to be 11. So, uh, you know what I mean? When I hear some shit like this that's going on, like, when it comes to women and children, you know what I mean? They're the most vulnerable. So anybody who target that category, y'all cowards. And uh, I want to pay uh, my condolences as well 
to the young boy that was uh, skateboarding on Allegheny, front in Allegheny. He got hit off a dirt bike. And uh, two people got out of a fucking car and had the nerve to help the dude in the dirt bike instead of the young boy that's fighting for his life. Like, you a real big dickhead of the week for that. You know what I mean? Not only that, man. You, you, you low life. How you, how you just gonna leave somebody out there to die? Like, come on, man. That kid had his whole life to live ahead of him. So, uh, yeah. When I think about this shit, I think about my kids. That's why. That's why I stay on the grind all day. You know what I mean? And uh, make sure I get home safe every night. Whatever the case may be, I'm I'm always active. So uh, I got I got to give a better life to my kids. So uh, like I said, when when we talk about these situations, that's the first thing I think about, and uh, that's that. Yeah, this is more definitely more of a serious uh, podcast. Um, even every morning, man, when I wake up, like even before I brush my teeth, man, I, I definitely do pray. I pray for my friends, you know, myself, my parents. My loved ones. It's a crazy world we live in, and not even talking about the world. It's a crazy city we live in. Uh, you go out there and get killed, just minding your business. Now, uh, back in the day, you know, all of our parents used to tell us if we was out playing handball, basketball on the street, you know, just basically mind your business, make sure you come back home, you know, be safe, whatever it may be. But now, even if you mind your business, something could happen to you. You could lose your life just minding your business. It's definitely a crazy city we live in. And again, um, I hate to repeat it, but it's just condolences to everyone affected. Um, thoughts and prayers to everyone affected, loved ones, family members, of anyone that lost anybody in the recent year, five years, whatever it may be. Just condolences because it's sad, man. Thank God I haven't lost none of my friends, nobody that I consider a loved one. And I, I'm going to keep looking forward to that. Hopefully it stays that way because I would hate to lose a loved one, a friend, somebody I care about over just nonsense. Yeah, man, the only way change could come this way if people change the way they think. Not the only way that they live, the, what what they do on a daily basis. It's all in your mental, the way you think. Like, you really got to, you can't have this uh, mindset of fuck the world, fuck everything. You can't You can't be doing that. You know what I mean? You just, you just got to get it together. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't be out here playing around with people's lives because you can't come back you you don't revive you don't you don't do none of that you know what i mean it's not it's, you don't get a second chance at life man at all. it's a it's a it's a blessing to to even wake up in the morning you know what i mean you give your thanks to, to the man above or, or whatever religion you believe in you give your thanks and uh you keep pushing forward but you, you don't get that second chance man you people think out here you can play games and just take people lives for senseless acts that ain't cool you gotta get right yes sir this is not a video game you do not go to the gulag and win your way out yeah like, once you're once you're done you're done you know and uh it's a shame man we gotta keep seeing every day we gotta keep seeing not only every day look look at philly we had how many how many murders we had fellas last year over 500 right in a year yeah we're on pace to beat that already <laughs> It's only been about five months of this year. It's a mindset thing, man. Like like we talked about. We talk about this shit all the time, man. All this fake beef that these young boys start making up. And not only that, man. Like, quit playing games with, with hardworking people trying to get up in their car. Not, e- not even only 
getting into their car, like trying to trying to commit robberies, whether the case may be at a bus stop or in the crib. Like you keep playing around with folks, you know what I mean? One of these folks gonna put you on a shirt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yo, what can we do? This is a question coming out of left field for sure. But uh um what can we do to just unite people? Just bring people along, even if it got to do with race, religion, anything like that. Because it just feels like the whites are with the whites, the blacks are with the blacks, the Hispanics with the Hispanics. What can we do to just bring people along and just look at We're all human. It's no love. way. It's, it's, it's all love. But it's man. hard. How, how can we spread love? I mean, we could just do it ourselves one day at a time, one person at a time, people we encounter. But how can we do it on a grand scale of things? How can you really spread I mean, love I, on a grand scale? To be honest, that question is like something I feel like that's going to be unsolved. Because if we had that answer, we probably would do it. Um, I get it. Everybody always say love, you know, spread love, spread positivity. But if you be honest, we've been spreading love a long time and ain't nothing been coming from that. At least that's what they've been telling us. Um, all this peaceful protests and stuff, you know, just different things. You got to train away. This new younger generation thinks so. It's about getting to these young kids, getting to you know your kids, if if and when you have kids, training them to be to how to move, how to maneuver, how to treat people, how not to treat people. You know what I mean? Like what 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 respect is, what yeah. you know what I mean? What working is, what hard work is, what is the you know what I mean? We, we you gotta train their mind, bro. We we gotta reprogram the youth. It's okay to be a kid still. It's just because the environment you growing up in, it don't mean that you can't not do kid things. Like that, this this whole generation is stuck on, you know, trying to prove a point. But it's okay to be a kid. That's what I tell my kids. You know what I mean? I ain't the perfect dad. I try every day. I just tell my kids, man, it's hard to be a kid. You want to play with toys. You want to go out and do what you want to do as far as going to the store getting things killy shit I, I don't want my kids to grow up too fast man fellas do y'all think this is a problem uh this is probably a little diverting from the actual topic but uh we keep talking about make sure kids are still kids um teaching kids the right things do y'all believe that it's a problem that now in 2022 it's been starting for the last couple of years but now um there are kids raising kids we have 15 16 year old parents and do y'all think that's part of the problem? And I just want y'all to be completely honest when it comes to this. I would say yes and no. Only because if, like, people have kids, young ages, it is what it is. It's not for me to judge. But what I would say is it all depends how you've been raised. If you was raised the right way, you know what I mean? That's going to go on forward. You know what I mean? Like, when I first became a dad, I didn't I didn't know what it come with. But all I knew all I knew was I gotta do it the way my parents raised me. I mean whether it might be strict, I'm not too strict, but the foundation is set from our generation. You know, for I know for us. And then when I was growing up, they they set that foundation already. So when you become a parent, you know, the first thing that comes to your mind is like you're a little nervous, you know what I mean? You don't know what's going to come in year in, year out. It's always something different. You got to be willing to adapt. But 
that could be one of the situations where kids is raising kids because I've seen it from my personal experience where a mom or a dad is praising their kid for cursing, acting bad. Like, I don't know, when do you get praised for that? In my family, that was an ass whooping growing up. Bro, we got grandmas. My grandma's 86, I believe it is. We got grandmas now, day. They are 36. Their daughters are 24. Their kids are already five. Yeah. Like, that has to be a problem. I don't want to blame that, but that has to be an issue somewhere. There's there got to be some type of correlation to that and crimes. Because there's no way you can have a grandma that's under 38, a daughter that's under 25, and then she has a kid that's under five, six, whatever it may be. That, there has to be a problem because at the end of the day, you have a kid teaching a kid that learned from another kid. But I don't even want to go as far to say that, that that may be the cause because what if you got a responsible kid teaching another responsible kid? You're going to still have that. responsible things happen. It just more so when you got a misguided or, you know, something like your kid is being taught by the internet, what they see in music, what they hear in rap songs, different things like that. I mean, you know, I think that persuades a lot of the youth too. So we have a problem with the youth is that electronics is raising these kids. Mm-hmm. It went the from uh, it went from music to video games, and now we're just blaming completely electronics for the demise of the younger children. Now, nah, it's not only that. It's because when you think about it, right? Think about this, man. I've seen it with my own eyes where a mom or somebody can't, or even a dad can't deal with a kid at the moment. They can't deal with their tantrums. What they, The first thing they do is pass them an iPad, pass them a phone. Here, watch this. Calm down. When I was growing up, shit, my pop said, go ahead, or my mom, go ahead and act up if you want. And we already knew what it was. You know what I mean? So that's why I said I can't blame it on only kids having kids. It's just the way you brought up in general. You know what I mean? That, that That's how I look at it. Yeah. Big salute to single parents, uh, single moms raising their kids, uh, single, single dads raising their kids, people 17, 18-year-olds raising their children. I know it's definitely hard. I'm not in that situation, so I can't really talk about it. But big ups to y'all. Um, big, sh- big shout out to y'all. And uh, just keep going. Keep grinding. Uh, everything is definitely going to end up paying off. At, uh, you know, on the long run, things are definitely going to pay off. Yeah, definitely, man. Look at me, for example. I like to use myself as an example because uh, although I'm not perfect, you know, I'm still making it happen on a daily basis, you know. Like I said before, I didn't know with uh i didn't know what parenting came with but it changed me so and i don't know what what the future holds but i know that the day that my kids have kids the foundation will be set because they'll go back and be like all right mom and pop they taught me this or pop said this you know what i mean don't do this or don't do that because i still think about it today and i'm a grown man i think about what my dad tell me all the time and even when he told me things when I was younger, I'd be like, damn, you know what I mean? Growing up, 18 all the way till now, when I had my first child, I was like, damn, well, my pop had me 
right for this situation already. He told me to do this and do that. So, like I said, that's why I say the foundation is already set. Can I bring it to a lighter note real quick? Women, y'all cannot keep dudes in your household just because y'all have a kid. Having a kid does not mean that he's not going to cheat on you, that he's going to love you, anything along those lines. I'm just trying to bring it to a little lighter note and uh, keep it all the way up. But so how y'all feel about that? Because I know that's conversations uh, guys always have. Uh, women trying to get pregnant, um, trying to get married, just to try to make sure that their relationship worked. The dude done cheated on him 10, 20 times already, and she's trying to have a kid by him just to hope that he stays loyal. Uh, what y'all think about that, man? Just a little quick little topic. I, I don't really got nothing to say to that because I'm not in that situation. So uh, You pleading the fifth? I'm not going to plead that, the that's fifth. Not, that's but not what I'm going to say bro. is... We're not saying you in the situation. Just, I mean, keep it a bug. What you think about it? That's all. I don't so know. What are you not, that's, asking that's, me? That's not, that's not my twist. So what are you asking me? What is your opinion about the women that try to get pregnant to keep a man around? I don't have no opinion on women like that. Oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all pandering. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't casting now. Y'all not podcasters at the moment. Y'all taking a break, huh? Bro, nah. I don't even know what you're asking me. You asking y'all, me to talk. I say your opinion. No, listen, listen. You're asking me to talk about something that does not relate to me. Mm-hmm. I can't. That's I mean, all that's I'm what, saying. I'm that's not, what being a podcast is about. No, right? it's not. No, it's not. Listen, bro. I don't have no takes <laughs> on how women want to keep their man. What women is trying to. I don't know nothing about none of that. So we haven't <laughs> seen it happen, huh? We haven't seen it happen. I mean, yeah, I guess you you may have. I don't have it. I don't know about that. I can't say none of my friends was trapped or anything like that. I can't say that. I mean, you can. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just. No, you wanted to talk about it, so talk about it. Let's talk about it. That's what what I'm asking you. I'm giving you my answer, and you're telling me I'm pandering. But I I wasn't asking for an answer. Do you have friends that was trapped? (laughs) I I mean, I played the fifth. I can't say that. No, don't pander, because none of my friends was trapped. But but we've seen it happen. That's all I'm saying. We've seen it happen. We're so on YouTube, y'all? anywhere. So we uh, haven't seen women try to get pregnant just to keep a man around. I don't know women like that. I seen shit like that on Twitter. On like all media. the all, a lot of my women friends that I'm gonna talk to that I'm gonna take their opinion and, and like respect them. They don't do stuff like that. I'm yeah, sorry. Real, real women don't do that. Like now, I don't even know none of that accidentally got pregnant and you know what I'm saying like if they decide to keep it they kept it they dealt with it <laughs> right <laughs> you you talking about some hood rat stuff to be honest with you but I mean <laughs> this boy said you know, he, he blame it on the crazy. alcohol <laughs> yeah he come out with this left field question and then say I'm pandering bro yeah the only only thing I got Shit. to say that like I said I mean I've heard of shit like that but my opinion on that is not going to change because, I mean, that's not the type of shit that I get into. I can't judge somebody. I don't really get into the judging. I mean, if that's what she feel like doing, then that's on her. And at the end of the day, that conversation go back to the conversation we previously had when we said it's a woman's body. Like, if she decided, to, if you lay down with her and got her pregnant, bro, then if she decided to keep it, that's, come on. You got to be a man at that point. You got to grow up. You gotta grow up. There's nothing you can do about it. What you wanna do? But we're right. not talking about it from that situation. We're talking about the part of the woman just trying to get pregnant to try to keep the man around. All right, so look, I'm not a woman. I can't speak to that. 
Yeah. We got to get a woman guest one day. Yeah. Like, if yeah, y'all listen, any woman that. listeners that's listening to this, please anybody jump comment on this? and explain to Rob about why women do this. Because I feel like I'm not a woman. Not this is where I respect which was coming from. The women that we know, that we are friends with, I mean, they, they don't do shit like this. Let's be honest. So it'll be even hard to get their opinion on it. But, I mean, I guess it'll be more... Uh, We'd definitely rather hear their opinion on it than just three guys talking about it. No, but that's my thing. That's why I said because, I mean, go back to, like, the woman that I know. They don't get down with none of this shit. I never heard a woman say, yo, I mean, not the ones I've been around say, yo, guess what? Today, I'm trapping this nigga today. I'm getting pregnant. It does happen, though, don't it? It happens, but, like, I don't get into that. You know what I mean? That's not my twist. I stay out of the gossip, man. I talk with y'all niggas on a daily basis, but I stay out the I stay out of all that gossip. Anything that got to do with he said, she said, yeah, I ain't getting into none of that. <laughs> but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that boy sent me asked a wild, wild question. Yo, let me ask y'all a question, then, man. It's nothing wild. What y'all listening to this week, music wise? I'm still listening to Kendrick. I can't even lie. You've been going to sleep too, huh? Nope. Uh, I guess he likes to listen to music that make you think. Bro, what you listening to, bro? Actually, this 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 past week, while working, I can't even lie to you. I've been listening to uh, Jay Z, Kendrick. Um, who else? I've been I, a couple of Drake songs got mixed in there on my on my uh, my music. Uh, as far as new artists, I be, I have been listening to uh O T the Real, and that's about it. That's what that's that's what I've been listening to. Bro, y'all gonna y'all might judge me after this because y'all know I'm not that big on the Spanish music. I am Dominican, so I do listen to bachata merengue. But uh, that new Bad Bunny album different. I mean, yeah. that shit could definitely get the party started for sure. I've I've listened to a few songs already. Yeah, how you feel about that? I mean, he he don't miss. That boy don't. That boy, uh, Bad Bunny don't miss. Bro, he's a hit maker, ain't he? Yeah, hell yeah. That's what he get into. James, how you feel about that? I know you don't listen to that shit. Yeah. But uh, when you are in a couple of drinks and you, I know you dance a little bachata. I seen you. Yeah, I mean, it depends yeah, I, on my environment. It. Tell him, Drip. It depends you, on my are, environment. Are you gonna pander? Can you let me talk? I'm trying listen, to listen. Go ahead. Said, I told you it depends on my the, environment. The floor bro. is yours. Go ahead. He said, "Cabron." Cabron. I ain't gonna right. pander. Like I was saying, um, before I was really interrupted. Uh, <laughs> nah, depending on how I'm feeling, you know, my environment, I might hit a little bit chata, a little merengue. But you know, I mean, I don't listen to Bad Bunny. He definitely don't get no spins <laughs> in my Serato. The first time I'm gonna hear anything on that album, I will be in a public setting. Like, the, what I was listening to this week, Bad Bunny and him, totally different. I've been heavy <laughs> on Benny the Butcher this week. Yeah, so. shout out to Benny the Butcher. Yo, that you know, crazy. Uh, rumor is, well, either, well, definitely not him, but his entourage, uh, Junk Freddie Gibbs. Uh, I forgot who? where, Freddie Gibbs. Okay. At a breakfast spot. I forgot exactly. I think it was in Buffalo, actually. He had a show up there. Uh, how do you feel about that? I know you're a big Butcher the fan. Um... Duffy Griselda, you're definitely the biggest fan out of all of us. Um, so how you feel about Bro, that Bro, I don't know nothing about that. That shit is news to me. <laughs> a word? 
Yeah, I don't follow him, Freddie Gibbs. Nigga said this. My I don't even listen to Freddie Gibbs to be honest. Nah, yeah, I don't listen to him. Yeah, I don't listen to him. I mean, he's always involved in some stories. He's been involved in stories like Whack One Hundred. So I don't really pay attention to that. I don't know if they be lies or whatever. They them two, they just to me they be trolling. Yeah, that's what they do. I listen to Benny the Butcher, Griselda. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they don't both right now. Yeah, you you might want to throw in uh OT in there. You might you might like that type of music since you already listening to Benny. As a matter of fact, I think uh Benny and uh OT did some music together. So uh, you might want to let that get a quick spins in and your Serato, my boy. All right, yeah, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check out that OT. Man. <laughs> You know what I mean, but like I said, man, we 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 gonna be dropping some shit on a week weekly basis, man. And, Every uh, week, and uh, y'all just gonna have to wait till we drop. I mean, things will get posted up, and we take it from there. Make sure y'all stay tuned and tap. And if you're not tapped in, uh, follow us on all outlets, um, Instagram. Uh, Twitter, wherever. Um, follow us on all that. When you listen on SoundCloud, make sure you download, follow the page, uh, wherever else you listen to this. Hey. If you're listening to us on Spotify, follow us, Beyond Philly Sports yes, Podcast, IG, Twitter. YouTube might be on the way next, so watch out now. Nah, yeah, YouTube definitely going to be on the way. We're going to post all the old episodes. Um, we'll have the YouTube up and running. And this was definitely more of a serious podcast, um, a serious tone. Uh, we only have three podcasts out currently, but uh, this is definitely our most serious one. And we just had, we felt an obligation to touch on that. Um, this podcast is built by three minorities, and uh, we feel like we, we want to have a say in what's going on in the world. So that that is all. But definitely follow us, um, show us love on uh, Instagram, Beyond Philly Sports Podcast. Uh, I said we will interact. Uh, we will talk back. And um, just follow us. Give us likes. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. It's pretty much every uh, everyday thing that we do. And we just cut it down to uh, one day a week. Just giving y'all some content. So I hope y'all interact. Uh, and I said we would definitely show love back. And with that being said, you already know, man. It's your boy Sheet. Light skin Rob. Yes, sir. Your boy Jay, man. We out of here. This is Beyond Philly Sports. Thank you. We go.